Hello and welcome to Lit Service, where we're fans of fiction and purveyors of dodgy writing advice. I'm Aaliyah, and if I was a character in a novel, I would start the novel like Megamind starts with some catastrophe happening. Probably me falling off a balcony with an egg beater and like streams of angry seagulls behind me. I don't know. I love Megamind. I think that's a great opening. Wow, your life is in a very different place than mine is. <laughs> I know. That's what I was going to say. I, I, I'm Kristen, and I was thinking like actually about events in my life that have actually happened. And so I would probably be a middle grade novel, and I would start right after my family moved into Virginia. And it would be like a tough coming of age story and a friendship story. A tough coming-of-age story. Oh, sad. <laughs> Aren't all coming-of-age stories a little bit tough just it's by true. nature of being like a middle schooler? Yeah, that's absolutely true. Well, my name is Caitlin, and if my life were a novel, uh, I think that it would start – I was thinking not of a novel. I was thinking about the Pride and Prejudice opening where uh, Lizzie is outside reading a book trying kind of to escape from everybody else and then goes inside and it's very loud and people are all talking all over each other. And I was just like, that's like my life all the time. It's people playing the piano and reading and talking all over each other and being ridiculous. That's just how it is. Except that I am already married, so I can't fall in love with Mr. Darcy. I'll just continuously, you know. Lizzie Bennett is the best one to be there. I know. She's so is like she? proactive and like, you know, smart. She has fine eyes, Kristen. You're right. That we're rather brightened by the exercise. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Absolutely. I am very fond of walking. <laughs> so today we are going to talk about how you can stay excited about your writing, especially when you're past the first flush of new love and you realize it is just cleverly disguised work. <laughs> the truth. So how can you stay excited about your writing? So are we are we talking specifically about projects? Because this or are we talking about publishing? I want to define that first. More along the lines of fitting this into our how to write a novel okay. season, more along the lines of when you're in the thick of the weeds. Okay. I will honestly say, and maybe we can't use this audio, but this is not a problem I have ever had. And so I don't have a good way to respond to it. I, for me, writing is fun for the sake of writing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really serious. Like, I, so that that's mostly why my comments are so snarky on this is I – spite if love of writing doesn't do it spite should <laughs> like yeah share your share your snarky comments these are pretty good oh they're so bad um so my first one was dream of the gigant gigantic piles of money you could rake in one day which is hysterical because we all know writers don't make money <laughs> uh, keep dreaming read you know come across something terrible in your reading and think oh my gosh if this is published anything i write could be published <laughs> Go in with pride. That's a good way. <laughs> yeah, right? Or remember that, like, your fifth or sixth grade English teacher once told you you could never be a writer. And then do it anyway out of spite because Perfect. that is an excellent motivator. <laughs> I honestly don't really have this problem either. Like, when I have time, I'm like, hmm, what should I write? I like writing in of itself. And I feel like anybody who wants to be a writer, like, that advice, like, do anything else. But if you can't do anything else, then write advice kind of comes to mind because it's such a, a fraught and interesting on the career side of things. But if you just like writing, like, I don't know that this is as much of a problem, but I, I kind of approach this from a, when I'm frustrated with a project or when I have things going on and it's, it's hard to write. 
um, or like a project is difficult. It made me think of that meme you see all over the internet that says, step one, this is awesome. Step two, this is tricky. Step three, this is crap. Step four, I am crap. Step five, this might be okay. Step six, this might be awesome or this is awesome. And I feel like I go through that state, all those stages with every single project I've ever written, like more than once, like you go through it as you're drafting it, and then you go through it again as you pull it apart and it stops being a story and you revise it into a new story. And the more times you do it, the more times it feels like it can happen again. And like it's like going through a depressive episode. I'm sharing too much about myself where you're like, oh, I've done this before. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know it'll end. Whereas if it's the first time you've done it, you just get stuck at this is crap and I am crap and then don't get past it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I guess the way that I would need to approach this question is that for me, writing becomes really hard when I start getting jealous of other mm. people's writing success yeah. or when I feel like I'm hitting my head against a wall. And so I do have solutions for those where I had a professor in college who invited a bunch of writing and publishing professionals in to talk. And one of them similarly struggled with writing envy. And her whole thing was that anytime she started to feel... I guess jealous of someone else's success, she would buy them flowers. Ooh. And I know that that's like very pricey, but I can confess that I have done that. Like for, for people who are in my life and have had success in different ways than I've had success, I've made it a goal to be really excited for their happiness rather than worry about like what my future looks like. And mm -hmm. that has made the writing process a lot easier because at a certain point, all you can really do is put in your best and then it's out of your hands. And so you might as well be happy for other people and not get so focused on the, oh, I'm still in this stage of my writing mm -hmm. when I would like to be somewhere else. Yeah. That's great. And I think, I mean, for each of us, it sounds like writing gets hard, but it gets hard in different ways. Exactly. You know, staying focused on the same project, having confidence in where the project's going or uh, wanting it to be more than it currently is. Um, I think for me, when I get tired of writing and I'm not so excited about the project I was suddenly excited about or I was really excited about just a few days before, what helps me is stopping, taking a break like we talked about last episode and um, consuming something that makes me want to create. Mm -hmm. So whether it's a really good movie, a really good book, I find those very inspiring. But then I think there's also nothing wrong with while you're taking that break, reevaluating your goals and the pressures, expectations you're putting on yourself if your your goal is to get published, there's nothing wrong with having that goal, but sometimes it can help to break it down into a smaller goal. My goal today is to get through the scene or my goal today is to write something fun. Well, and I found that having goals that rely on external factors, it's just not a good place to be in because there's always going to be another goal. Like, Oh, I want an agent. Okay, well, now I need a publishing contract. Well, now I need a best-selling deal. Well, now I need six figures. Well, now I need a great marketing plan. Well, now I got to be on the like Pulitzer Prize or like the Prince, you know? And it it never ends. And so for me, as again, I think I'm revealing a lot about myself and how I judge myself compared to other people, but like writing goals, I think need to be things that are fully in my control for me to feel good about having completed them. So like I need to finish writing this book or I need to finish this revision or I need to make sure that this is the most emotional scene I can do or I need to write this number of words. And if it's something that I can keep kind of small and measurable in that way, I feel so much better about having accomplished them. And it doesn't become this constant like, okay, I'm okay now, but what's my next step? How can I be bigger and better? Which is always just a little bit dangerous, I think. 
I 100% endorse that statement. I used to have to have like something that I could accomplish that was like external to writing entirely because it felt like everything was in other people's hands. And so that's when I started long distance running. I'm like, nobody can tell me whether or not I can run 10 miles. I can do that myself. And it was like, I needed, you need to have other things and, and to have those goals in writing is much healthier than trying to like run 10 miles, by the way. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that... It- I mean, saying saying that, like, I have guitar goals mm-hmm. and I've got quilting goals for the exact same reason, which yeah. is, like, I know if I've made a successful quilt because it's done and, like, it will keep me warm in a way that, like, have I made a successful book? I don't know. <laughs> a book won't keep me warm. And you don't need any luck to finish your quilt. You don't need yeah, to have exactly. 12 people mm-hmm. fall in love with you first, you know? No, it's it's just, can you do math? Can you sew in a straight line? No, and if I the can't. answer is yes, <laughs> you're okay. Yeah, those are pretty big accomplishments. <laughs> oh, thank you. I also think it's, um, it's really important to give yourself positive pressure rather than only relying on negative pressure. So, like, if you have a writing group who you submit stuff to every week and they tell you every week how much they love what you're writing, that's positive pressure because they're excited to see the rest of it no matter how much they're lying. If you have a good writing group, they will tell you that they love it, even if it needs work. But Caitlin, are you saying that you've lied never, about I've never before? done that to you guys. I've never, <laughs> ever done that to you guys. However, if your only pressure is I have a deadline, I haven't finished my word count or whatever, finding ways to, to have positive pressure rather than negative has really helped me. I love that. Kind of a one-off tip that helps for me. When I first began writing, I was really determined to write chronologically. Uh, not get to the fun scenes till I'd gotten through the vegetable <sighs> scenes, which ideally there are no vegetable scenes. So we're all still learning. But there's nothing wrong with skipping ahead to write something that's fun for you. You don't have to slog through the, and then they traveled a thousand miles and went through hardship and fatigue. You can skip to the kissing scenes. That's okay. Yeah, that's so true. Giving yourself permission to write in the way that works for you. Well, and that just includes if you need to, if you're an underwriter and you can't stuff everything you need to in in a first draft and your first draft is 40,000 words and you're and you're having a hard time writing just write your like small 40,000 words out of like your adult novel or whatever and it's you're still writing you're doing better than the vast majority of people who say they've always wanted to write a novel because um, most of them don't so keep in mind perspective it's true so on that note Kristen what is the point of today's episode The point is that for every writer, there are times when writing gets really hard. And whether that's for boredom reasons or being stuck or feeling envious of other people, uh, you need to make goals both in and out of writing that will help you feel positively motivated and keep things within your control. Beautiful. Just write. You're doing great. Yeah. If you enjoyed today's show, remember to follow and leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform and tell your friends. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at litservicepodcast at gmail.com or learn more on our site at litservicepodcast.wixsite.com slash litnation. You can also find special stenciled editions of books from our guests on our store there. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in two weeks.